Hi guys, it's Sister Spill, and welcome back to Spillcast. So, unfortunately, I am pretty busy today, so this probably won't be the longest podcast, but I'm definitely gonna get to some good advice, some good tea. Um, I know I've been doing like some longer form episodes, and some of you guys say that you you really like that, so I'm glad that you're enjoying that. And honestly, like I don't intend to like make it like that. It's just like I get talking or I get a lot of like advice I want to respond to. And then I'm like, oh, it's been an hour. So yeah, those longer form episodes are not really on purpose. I kind of just, every Monday, I just sit down, record, and however long it takes me, however long it takes me. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling today. I know last week I was like, next week could be a guest episode. However, I simply underestimated how busy I was going to be this weekend and uh, just last week in general. So I didn't get a time that lined up with anyone to record with however next week there is a way larger possibility so actually do look out for that um but anyways i it's very rainy where i live like literally has been raining all day um so that's been fun i do like rainy days but like i feel like i wouldn't be able to live in like florida or places where it rains a lot because i just really like the sun like i like rainy days occasionally but i I could not do it for like a week straight or three days straight or whatever it is like I just only like it sometimes if that makes sense but anyways I wanted to just get into the advice I'm gonna start with um the people who emailed me so this first person said um I saw you responded to my email about my best friend Georgie I appreciate it my update is that she stopped doing those things but it was the first time I've been this mad I'm always calm in every argument, but I keep thinking about dropping her, but I don't want to. She's a good and bad friend at the same time, but I feel like I can have better friends. Any advice? So I think the issue here is that like, there's a reason that you're upset with her. So like, even if you feel like, you know, maybe you're overreacting or it's fine because she has like good moments too, it it, like doesn't really matter in the end if like that behavior is going to continue like like even if you do have good moments with her like eventually you guys are just going to fall apart because all those bad moments will like build up and you're just not going to be or want to be friends with her so I think like don't drop her out of nowhere you know without reason but I feel like over time if this continues to go on and like you're only seeing like split between good and bad times with her like that's obviously not normal it's normal to fight with friends every once in a while or have fights in any sort of relationship but when you're doing it all the time and you're constantly getting annoyed with this person like that's a sign where like it, it might be a toxic friendship or just a friendship that's not compatible so if you feel like you deserve better you feel like you can have better friends you know maybe start slowly distancing yourself from her but don't just like cut her off without like any good reason make sure that like your reasoning is pretty solid um They also said, I have another thing. This is the podcast email I'm emailing you from, and I could really use some advice on how to get my podcast out there. I have 74 plays total, and it's called Advice, Opinions, and Friendships. Any idea on how to get it out there and get more listeners? I love your podcast so much, and it helps me a lot. I love how you're so humble, and I've listened to every episode. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the support. I cannot believe that you've listened to every episode because there's like, what, 40-something? So that's crazy. Um, That makes me happy. I... I think, like, when it comes to podcast listeners, it's very different than, you know, like, Instagram followers or YouTube subscribers or something like that because podcasts are everywhere. I feel like there's so many podcasts out there, so it it makes it hard for people to discover new podcasts because, like, when you're on YouTube or Instagram, there's, like, the explore page or the recommendation page, but 
for like if you're just like scrolling on spotify sometimes they like recommend you like new songs or show you new releases from people you follow but like they they don't that often recommend like podcasts and if they do they're like really like top listen to podcasts or popular podcasts or like ones in the genres you've been listening to podcasts in and that makes it really hard for smaller podcasts to get recognition um because they're just like i said so many podcasts out there and so like how are people supposed to find you you know like there's no explore page for them to look at like there's literally like it's like impossible for people to find really new small podcasts i would say a lot of the times people who have successful podcasts have specific well either there's a couple like options um that can make someone popular i think one thing is if you already have a following and then you direct your following over to your podcast just like i did so like because i have 400,000 subscribers i told those 400,000 subscribers that i had a podcast i said say it at the end of every single video and that has gained me viewers and listeners but for people who don't have a starting platform, that is a lot harder. I think one thing that people do that makes them successful is they make an Instagram or even a TikTok or a YouTube channel or all three for their um, podcast. And then that means that like they can share. Um, it's, it's kind of like good marketing. You know, you can share like, hey, I just posted a new episode or here's a clip from my last episode because honestly like tiktok i would say is one of your best options because things go viral on there pretty easily just because like tiktok needs new content to like put on people's for you pages so that's why like a lot of people go viral or at least have one viral video in their whole career on tiktok um is because people are just consuming so much content on tiktok that like they need to put more videos on the for you page for people and so it's very likely that like if you put a clip of your podcast on tiktok and just did that like every single day or every single week or whatever one time it would it might get like a little bit of attention i'm not saying a million likes or a hundred thousand views but like maybe five thousand views or just like some people um that will be aware of your podcast at least you know so i'd say social media marketing is a big thing and then the last thing probably is just telling literally just spreading the word in person so like tell your friends and then tell your friends to tell their friends and their family members it's just like marketing is a big thing just literally spreading the word about your podcast so that could be in person or through social media but um i definitely think also one thing that is important is when people are searching for podcasts like i myself at least I have discovered so many podcasts just by looking up a certain topic. So, like, I'm not looking up advice podcasts. I'm looking up, um, I don't know. Like, for example, the other day I was, well, not the other day, but one time I was looking up something about, like, film because I'm interested in film. And I saw that exact topic and it was a podcast episode from this one podcast. And then I listened to that episode and I'm like, oh, I like this podcast. So then I started following that podcast. So that's how people discover it too, is like, if you have a really catchy title and like someone searches like a keyword that you have in that title, like on Spotify or Apple Music or something, then your podcast will pop up. So that's another important thing, but yeah, hopefully that helps. So this next one is also email, um, an email. Um, and this person said, hi, sister spill and listeners. Here's my situation. I think I've been trying to find my sexuality recently. I think that I'm bi, but I'm not sure. I'm a female and attracted to men more than women. I think that girls are pretty, but not necessarily attracted to them. Does that make me bi? I feel like I'm attracted to girls more than the average straight female. Is there another sexuality that applies to me? I know that you're straight, but maybe you have some advice. If you're a listener and have some advice for me, please send it in. I'm not allowed to date yet because I'm only in middle school. 
So sorry if this is confusing or makes you uncomfortable. I love your hard work on your YouTube channel and podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for the support. Um, I think I'm honestly probably not even going to speak on this at all just because like you already mentioned, I am straight. I'm not a part of that like community. And so I, I feel like I don't have much of a say, like obviously I could put my two cents in, but like, I want to hear from you guys who are listening, who maybe have had a similar experience or you're maybe questioning things too. And like, if you want, I can literally put you guys in a group chat so you can help this person out or, um, anything, um, or, you know, give you like, this person's email or whatever if, if any of you guys have like some thoughtful like insight on this or any sort of advice I, th- I think that would be helpful if you do you can just send me the advice that you have for this person and then I will send it over to them so yeah anyway you, you can send it through Instagram email whatever it is and I think that will be really helpful but yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay out of this one because I'm, I'm really not sure this next person just emailed me something short and sweet they just said how to make friends when on when in online school so I've already mentioned like similar things to this before and my number one tip is to just use social media to your advantage because if you like follow people that go to your school or like obviously like when you're on zoom or google meets or whatever it is that you use you can see people's first name and last name so if you just look up people's names that like you feel like are nice or whatever like in your classes follow them on instagram and at least you did something to like reach out or like make a first move or whatever um to be their friend and then who knows maybe they'll dm you or if you're bold enough you can just follow someone that you feel like oh like that person like that girl looks nice i want to be friends with her like follow her on Instagram and then like DM her and just be like, oh, I have a question about this class that we're in. Even if you don't have the question, but that would like be a good conversation starter. And then that person will answer your question and then you can just be like, oh, cool. Like, do you like this class? And then you can just continue the conversation from there. So I feel like use social media to your advantage. And if not, I would say the other option is to like use the Zoom chat. Cause I know on Zoom, I'm not sure about, sure about Google Meets, but I know on Zoom you can do like private chats to specific people. So like honestly like you could do something like private message one girl that you think looks nice in your class and just be like oh I love your hair today or I you know whatever you can see on the camera or if they don't have their camera on just be like hi I have a question about this or hey like do you want to be partners for this project or whatever like just reach out to people because I'm sure all these people are feeling the same way and they're like how the heck am I supposed to make friends when online but I feel like there are definitely ways to do it if you just like use technology to your advantage this next person said um I might be going to a private school an all-girls private school and I don't want to go because they expect me to be an engineer or a doctor not that I have anything against these professions I just don't see myself in them and it takes a lot to get into these schools I'm afraid to go and give up this chance but I also don't want to do this but I also yeah yeah I also don't want to do this and I'm homeschooled because my high school has really low ratings I'm in sixth grade but seventh grade is part of junior high so I'm probably never going back to public schools love 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 your podcast I listen to it every day okay well thank you I I'm I love you guys you're so sweet um I think this is something where it's hard because I can see why you don't want to go because like it's supporting like professions that you ness like you don't necessarily want to go into but at the same time like I can't tell you how many times my mind has changed about like what career or like things I'm interested in. Um, up until now, basically like the last year is when I've really solidified like what I'm passionate about and what I want to study in college and things like that. So like it's okay if you like don't want to be an engineer or a doctor or whatever, but maybe there's something else at that school for you or maybe 
after a year of going to that school, you're like, wait, I actually do want to be a doctor. Like, they have such cool classes here. Like, I'm interested in being a doctor now. Who knows? I'm not saying that will happen, but I'm just saying, like, maybe give it a chance because if you already have, like, a negative attitude towards it, you're probably not going to be expecting much, but who knows? It might surprise you. It might be a cool school, and, like, especially if you're, like, the other school, like, the public school has low ratings or whatever, I feel like taking this opportunity is going to be a big advantage. Um, I don't know. I've gone to public school all my life. So like, I, I don't really know anything about like the, like how, how much like private school helps you versus public school. I would say like public school, I've had a overall, like a pretty good experience there, like with learning and stuff. But I feel like, um, if you have an opportunity opportunity to go to this really nice school, I would take it. So I don't know if that's helpful or not, but like, I feel like if you, if you have the option, take it and just try it. And if you absolutely hate it, then maybe there's a way you can talk to your parents and like figure something out. Okay, this next one is actually a really good one. So this person said, um, a lot of people ask me for my homework answers and my notes. How do I say no without being rude? My work takes me a lot of time, but I feel like saying no is mean. If you're asking once, it's okay. Um, asking once, it's okay. But this girl asked me for the fourth time and I just gave three people answers today. This is too much. Thank you. By the way, I love your podcast. Okay, so, um, this is, this is something that kind of hits home for me because, like, I'm, I've always been, like, good at school, like, pretty smart, I, like, I'm quiet, so I pay attention, like, you know, whereas other kids might be, like, talking during class, I'm actually, like, paying attention or whatever, um, so, like, a lot of people have kind of picked that up in in the past and just been like hey do you have the notes for this or hey did you do this assignment or blah 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 and like you know there have been a few times where I've been like you know here you go like some people are just too pushy and I'm just like I don't want to deal with it like here you go here's what I did for the assignment whatever but I feel like there's a certain line you have to draw and like when you get like three people like you said asking you in a day I feel like that's just too much like you have to like respect yourself and like Honestly, it could hurt you more doing that because if the teacher sees, like, literally three other people in your class that have, like, similar answers to you, they're going to be like, okay, like, someone, someone is doing something wrong here. So, I feel like it's in your best interest to, like, just stand up for yourself and just be like, hey, like, I'm sorry, I, I don't really feel comfortable with giving you, like, my answers right now or I'm not done yet like if you feel bad saying that because I am that person I usually say like oh I'm not I like I haven't finished it yet ha 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 or something or um it's way easier to like do that over text but if it's if they're talking to you like in person face to face that's really hard to like tell them no because they can see the paper paper in front of you but I would say like do your best to hide like your work so like if you're in class and you're working on like a worksheet or something and people around you are like looking at you or whatever maybe like hide the worksheet and just be like oh I'm gonna finish it when I get home or something or like just pretend like say any sort of excuse that you can because I don't know I like I get it when people just like really need help on like a couple answers or it's a one-time thing like you said but I really don't think it's okay when people continuously like ask you for the work just because they're too lazy to do the work like that's what I I can't stand like I'm all for helping people but when it comes to schoolwork I'm very like protective of my own work first of all I don't really want to get in trouble for like showing someone else like my whole entire worksheet like I don't I don't care if that sounds like too goody two shoes or whatever but like I genuinely just I don't really want to deal with that and second of all I just really don't like the thought of someone just taking all the work that I did and like I worked on and then just like using it for themselves like without having to do anything you know like I just don't like the idea of it um so 
like especially if it's a random people if it's like a friend that you have in that class it's been really nice to you like that's a different story but you know there's just a line you have to draw so like respect yourself stand up for yourself and just come up with any excuse that you can or if you're bold enough literally just be like I'm sorry I'm not really comfortable or like you've already told me or you've already asked me for this before like I I feel like you should just work on this on your own so yeah basically just stand up for yourself. This person DM'd me and said, hey sister Spill, now I know everyone does this, but I must say that I adore your podcast and YouTube channel and I really hope I can be involved in the next podcast. Um, message me about that. Message me like the topics you want you would want to talk about, but would love to. Um, anyways, recently my fellow classmate, who we will call Mark, has been acting very inappropriately. Yes, we're getting to that age where we're learning about more mature topics, but I feel if I feel as if he's taking it too far. He and I are both minors, but he's talking about how he had it with a girl nobody knows. He has also been making sexual comments towards fellow classmates, me not included. He's genuinely a good person, but I feel like he's getting too sexual for his age. The other day, he slapped my bottom, which I did not approve of, then I explained to him how I didn't like it, although he didn't apologize. He's been seen touching my friends uncomfortably while his friends laughed it off. Laugh it off. Um, I want to confront him but I feel like I'll be betrayed as a snowflake or that I cannot take a joke. I really hope I can at least help him a tiny bit, but then again, this stuff is just, the stuff he is being fed isn't just from school, but also home. Thank you in advance. Okay, so this is definitely like a more sensitive topic for people. Hopefully I like didn't like trigger anyone by talking about this, Um, but I think like it, it is important to, you know, not just talk about things like toxic friendships and things like that. Like it is important to talk about more serious topics and I feel like, Um, you should definitely be taking this seriously if you're not already. I mean, I can tell that you are serious about it, but like, don't feel bad, um, and don't worry about being called a snowflake or, or you can't take a joke, things like that, because that is thing, like, that is things, what am I saying? Those are things that, like, women and girls in general have just been, like, told for so long because that's, that's way for, like, men to put put them down is to just be like oh you know you're overreacting or why are you so emotional why are you so sensitive things like that it's and it's not okay and I feel like our like generation recently has really been like combating that and fighting against that because we realize like these things are not okay you know we've been told things from a young age and we've been kind of like um submitting to the behavior of these guys and just brushing it off because oh you know boys will be boys but I don't think that's okay and it's not something we should accept so I feel like honestly where change starts is when people like you actually stand up to these guys and these guys realize like whoa I I thought I could get away with this but then someone like you comes along confronts him and he's like oh like I can't get away with this like this is something that like I'll actually get in trouble for and I know that like that like for for me I would be too scared to like come up to to someone and like say that I would probably do it over text or something like that but if you are like bold enough or courageous enough to do that I would say doing it in person would be really good just because he knows that you're serious and he knows that like like especially if he's like in school or whatever and you tell him like he'll honestly feel a little embarrassed because he's like okay like quiet down like why are you telling me this right now like you know, we're in the middle of school, like, like, if you kind of give him a sense of, like, I'm serious and I really don't like this, then I feel like that can really go a long way. Of course, if you're more comfortable doing it over text or social media or whatever, that helps too, but um, either way, I think you should say something to him 
because I don't need to play it off and just be like, oh, he's really like, because you mentioned like, oh, he's a really good person, but like he's going too far. Well, the thing is, I don't care if he's a really good person. I'm, you know, he might be, but like it doesn't excuse, like that should be completely separate. That should not like factor into your decision about like whether to confront him or not. Like bottom line, he's doing these things and like they shouldn't be um, accepted at all. And honestly, it's making you and a lot of other people uncomfortable, especially him, like inappropriately touching you without you. Like, like I would be so uncomfortable and especially him doing that. at like, I'm guessing it was school that he did that. I don't know. Um, but either way, like him doing that in general is just not okay. And he shouldn't think that like, cause right now he thinks he's getting away with it until you confront him. And then he's like, Oh, like I can't actually get away with that. So I feel like just confronting him would be the best step to take. Here's the next DM. Hey girl, can't believe I'm actually doing this. So I need objective advice on a friend. I recently gave my first kiss. Nothing serious, 100% consensual, blah, blah, blah. The guy is a year older than me and I go to an all-girls school. He goes to the male version. We agreed not to tell anyone since our school's strict and he is a year older. We're from different social cycles. Um, I think you meant circles or maybe cycles. I don't know, but whatever. Um, my best friend, let's call her Jill, is friends with a girl his grade, Anna. Anna randomly asked Jill if I was hooking up with the guy, which is not true at all. So my friend, who I told the situation to before, told her that we just kissed. So that kind of confirmed that something happened. Anna got what she wanted and told her friends that he took advantage of me for my age, that he was a predator, and etc. The guy got crazy mad at me because Anna's friends attacked him for that. He thought I was saying that he R word me or something. Um, I can't even look at him anymore, and my friend Jill is still friends with Anna even when she made up rumors about me. I want to tell Jill to get away from Anna because she hurt me and my relationship with the guy, but she says that Anna already said sorry. What should I do? Keep in mind that Jill is one of my closest friends from for, for years, and I don't want her to think that I'm toxic. Okay, so first of all, I feel like... <sighs> obviously Anna is completely in the wrong here. I don't think that she should have, first of all, that's your story. That's your business. I don't know why she felt the right to just twist your story and then t- like not even twist your story, but tell everyone else about it. And then like leading to the guy hating you and like ruining that like relationship. That is so beyond messed up. So like if I were you, I'd be super, super mad. Um, obviously I'm not telling you to like lash out at her like hold a grudge forever but I'm just saying like you have a right to be mad about that so like don't downplay that and just be like oh you know it's fine like no it's not really fine like that was really rude of her to do and it wasn't any of her business um I feel like the fact that Jill was kind of like I don't know justifying that Anna did this is a little bit of a red flag but I don't think that it's any reason to stop being friends with her completely if anything I feel like you could talk to her like have a deeper conversation with um about this with her and just be like hey like I don't think that you realize how much this like actually affected me like this literally like made the guy hate me and like I feel like my story was twisted like explain to her in detail um if you haven't already and if you have just maybe like have another conversation with her and just be like hey like I know that you said that Anna apologized but I still have an issue with it because of this like explain yourself further because sometimes communication is such like a big barrier that people have to get across it's like you can talk to Jill all you want but like maybe you're not saying it in the right way or maybe she's not quite understanding what you say until you like explain it further so like make sure that you've explained it the best that you can and then after that I would say if she's still friends with Anna or is like condoning her actions there are two options that you could well three three options that you could take um I would say the first option is you 
are just you accept it you're okay with it but you maybe distance yourself a little bit because Jill isn't like really listening to what you have to say I would say the second option is just obviously not caring at all and just just letting go of it and like you don't distance yourself and you just kind of give her the benefit of the doubt and the third option is literally just cutting her off which I wouldn't advise because I feel like if you guys have been friends for years now that's not something easy to do and it's not something that you should do you know you guys are friends for a reason and I, I feel like this isn't a big enough reason to just like stop being friends with her but definitely like give her a warning or some sort of like way to tell her that like you're not really okay with this or it's like it's making you upset um and as for the guy I would say like um, I know you didn't really ask advice on, like, this specifically, but I would say, like, you should try and, like, fix, like, be on good terms with a guy, at least. I'm not saying, like, anything has to come out of it, but, like, I feel like he should know your side of the story if he doesn't already. If he does and he's still mad at you, then that's another thing, like, I wouldn't associate with him anymore because he, like, isn't believing you, um, but I would say, like, really, like, schedule time to talk to him or something and just be like, hey, like, I hope that you know that I didn't say anything bad about you. Like, those rumors were made up by Anna and, like, I would never say that. Like, you know, we agreed, like, this wasn't going to get out. Like, I am so sorry. I had no idea this would happen. Like, just be, like, apologetic and hopefully he, he like, understands and, like, things aren't ruined. Um, but, you know, if that's the end, if you guys are never on good terms again, that sucks. Um... I don't know, we just say, like, really communicate with him. So this next DM um, says, Hi, Sister Swill, please give me advice on this. So basically, this kid moved to my school a while ago, and we've become great friends, and I have a crush on him, but I have no idea how to tell him. I have a problem, though. I have another friend who I've been friends with for five years, and I think he might like her more than me. And I think he likes her, too, which makes me want to scream. I've gotten closer to him, and he spends more time with me than her, but I've, I've been friends with her for a while, and if she does like him, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Um, okay, so... This is really hard because you, like, obviously it's, like, a really weird, like, love triangle and I feel like I've definitely had, like, this exact situation or, like, a similar situation that I've talked about in my podcast now that I'm reading it, but I would say, like, talk to your friend first, like, like, forget about the guy, maybe talk to your friend first and just be like, hey, like, how do you feel about this guy or, like, what if he liked you back? Kind of just get a feel of, like, how much she likes him because let's say that she, like, really, really likes him. I would say, like, that's the part where it's, like, unfortunately, you just kind of have to let go because, like, not saying that that's fair, but if she really likes him, you know that it's just going to cause more issues in your friendship if, like, you try to interfere with that, and so I would say talk to her first, kind of get a feel of, like, what she's thinking about the guy or maybe get some more information on it, and, um, if you don't do that, maybe talk to the guy himself, and if you want to tell him that you like him and just shoot your shot, I'd say totally go for it, because you never know, like, maybe you're getting the wrong impression, maybe he doesn't like your friend, um, but I would say just check with your friend first, because if you check with your friend and she's like, yeah, I really like this guy, and then you go and tell him that you like him, obviously she's gonna have an issue with that, so, um, yeah, honestly, just get a feel for, like, what, like, your friend and then the guy is, like, feeling, and then you can kind of decide, like, what the best course of action is, so yeah, I, I hope that helps. Okay, so that's all the advice that I'm giving this week. Um, I think there's a couple people that I was going to do, but I didn't this week. And I'm sorry, guys, I'm just going to move you to next week. I apologize. But I wanted to talk about some tea. One, honestly, like the major thing that I wanted to talk about was the Hype House and their new reality show that's coming out on Netflix. Um, this has been something that has just caused extreme outrage in the whole social media community honestly um 
all of the Hype House members, like Vinny, um, Sienna, you know, Jack Wright, Thomas, like all of them in their comment sections, if you go to them, at least last I checked, are, it's just, it's just people complaining about it. It's a ton of hate comments. It's all about, you know, oh, why would Netflix do this? All this stuff. And I want to say like, I feel like I take a different opinion on this than a lot of people do. And I think one thing that people aren't taking into consideration is the fact that Netflix added this Hype House reality TV show because the Hype House is such a popular thing that everyone knows about. And like, yes, it's not as relevant as it used to be. Um, You know, Charlie and Dixie and Addison and all those main people that were in it in the beginning are no longer in it. So obviously, like, they've gone way down. Like, not everyone knows who they are. But I feel like everyone knows who the, like, at least knows three individuals who are in the Hype House, like, on their own. Even if they don't know anything about the Hype House, they probably know Vinny or Sienna or Jack. Like, they know some people in the Hype House. And I feel like because they have so many young fans they are going to get viewers. Just watch. I guarantee when this show is released, there are going to be like um, a decent amount of viewers or it's going to be really good and people are going to be like, oh, you know, okay, fine. We were wrong. Like this is a good show or it's going to be really bad. But either way, I think they're going to get viewers. So Netflix is actually smart in this because they know how big TikTok has gotten over the past year or two years. And they're seeing how big this like app like how big of an impact this app has on social media and like in the entertainment industry and they're like okay let's take advantage of all this popularity on tiktok let's make a hype like or well let's make a reality show about tiktok who do they choose the hype house because the hype house is like the most well-known like house or like group on tiktok um because it wouldn't really be enough to just make it like a documentary about like not a documentary a reality tv show about like charlie and stuff i know that like her family said they were going to do one but like when it's on netflix i feel like it's a bigger deal so like they wanted to include the whole hype house so like obviously like i don't i don't think i'm going to be watching it i don't know i might watch it for Vinny because i like Vinny, but um i also like sienna i don't know i i don't really have an issue with the many people in the hype house but I think, like, I might watch it just to see, like, exactly what it is that they're doing. I want to see, like, how boring or how not boring it is. I don't know what to expect out of it, so I just feel like I'm going to give it a chance. I feel like it's kind of too, like, much what people are doing. Like, some people genuinely, like, canceled their Netflix subscriptions, things like that, and I'm just like, okay, like, that's totally fine, but I am not canceling my, my Netflix subscription. I will probably never do that until Netflix has, like, nothing on it because... Netflix is like my favorite streaming platform. Um, so I love Netflix. I feel like they have so many good things. But the the issue that people have with this high house reality reality TV show is that they're like, oh, well, you canceled all these other shows just to make room for this. And I'm not sure that that's entirely true. Like there might be some truth to that. But I feel like um, even without this like high house high house reality TV show coming to Netflix, they would have canceled those shows anyway. Like, for example, I think, I can't remember all the ones that they canceled, but, like, I know The Society was one that I was really upset about because I love that show. Um, But, yeah, they only did season one and then they canceled it. So, I was really upset about that. And then some other shows, people were upset about them canceling. Like, they kind of took that information and they were like, oh, because Netflix canceled these shows, it must mean that it was to make room for the Hype House show. But I don't really think that that's entirely true, like I said. Like, The Society, for example, that was canceled, like, a long time ago. Like, we've known for a while that's not coming back. Um, 
the hype house show i get it like they want to put different money towards different projects and so you know maybe they chose to put more money towards the hype house project and less money towards shows like the society i get that so like like i said there might be some truth truth to that but i feel like it's not just about that like netflix cancels shows all the time but i feel like they're just getting hate right now because they added the hype house show and now everyone's like oh you know since they added the show it like that must be the reason that they canceled all these other shows. Like, we don't know. People are jumping to conclusions so quickly. Um, so right now, I'm kind of giving Netflix the benefit of the doubt. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? They saw an opportunity to do a show that they thought would be popular because they know how popular TikTok is right now. And they took the opportunity. Like, I don't see much of an issue with it. Is it kind of a dumb idea? Will it be a dumb show? It's highly likely. It's highly likely. I feel like a lot of people are going to be like just not interested at all but these people have such large fan bases that I just know that there's going to be a large audience watching it whether it be people who are curious like me or people who are literally fans of people like think about like how many people are in like Sienna May's fan base or Vinnie Hacker's fan base or Jack Wright's fan base like all of those fan bases combined together obviously since they're like fan pages of these people they're going to be like okay well I'm going to watch the show to support my like idol so that's already like thousands of people that are going to watch the show. So like, I feel like Netflix doesn't really care if you like it or not because they know that it's going to like get views. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think about this. I feel like people are making too like much of a big deal over it. I totally understand. Like, like I feel like TikTokers have just gone beyond like the line of like popularity i mean look at addison ray she's literally hanging out with celebrities now and dating celebrities and whatever it is um but i see why people are annoyed because it's like wow like they're literally making dancing videos on tiktok and now they just get to be on netflix like there's so many talented actors or really great scripts that never make it to netflix like how is this fair and all i can tell you honestly is just the the strategy the popularity aspect of it they know that this will be a somewhat popular show they know that it's going to be something people will want to be like clicking on and that's why they made it so honestly yeah it sucks but i feel like there's nothing we can do about it now they're not going to cancel the show so i don't know why people are freaking out so much and i also don't know why people are hating on everyone who took the contract like if you scroll through like vinnie's comments it's like you know, like, oh, I can't believe, like, you're in this, or, like, why would Netflix do this, or, like, I'm not gonna watch this show, whatever, but all of these people in the Hype House, like, they've just been saying, like, literally just give us a chance, like, just watch the show first, and other people in the Hype House are also saying, like, if you got offered to be in a show on Netflix, would you not take it? I would, I definitely would, if someone was like, hey, we're making, like, this dumb reality show, but it's gonna be on Netflix, you want to be in it? I'd be like, sure, because I get to be on Netflix, like, who, like, I just feel like there's so many people that would take the opportunity, so, like, a lot of people just can't lie and be like, oh, well, I wouldn't take the opportunity, so I just feel like it is unfair, because obviously the Hype House, like, got offered, like, this contract, this, this opportunity by Netflix, and, like, I don't know, I don't see many reasons why they would turn it down, so, I just feel like we should stop blaming the Hype House members and also stop, like, just, like, I'm not saying that, like, people don't have a right to be mad at Netflix, but, like, just chill out for a little bit and, like, just, just see, you know? Like, I feel like the Hype House show is not the only reason that they're canceling um, shows. Like, there are other shows that they've made room for. It's not just the Hype House show. So, that was my rant about that. I just wanted to talk about it because that's been something that so many people have been talking about lately. Um, and that's also 
all of the tea that I'm going to talk about just because like I said I have to keep this episode short today I've got a lot to do but um yeah that's that's basically all I was going to say if you want to send me advice for next week um just dm me at sister spill yt on instagram or at spillcast official on instagram either one works um if you want to send me a voice message through anchor you can do that all you have to do is just click the link in the description of my podcast episode and there will be an um a link from anchor where you can just sign up really quickly and send me a voice message through there you can also send me a voice message through instagram or like a lot of people have been doing lately you can email me on instagram on on instagram email me at my business email at sister spill ytt two t's at gmail.com if you can't find the um email it should be in the description of my podcast episode but it's also in the description of every single one of my youtube videos so just go to my latest youtube video look in the description and then my email will be there so yeah that's how you ask for advice um and if you listen to this episode all the way through dm me let's see your favorite make makeup product if you wear makeup and if you don't wear makeup just say i don't wear makeup um yeah let me know i will talk to you guys next week